0: are listening to Miller and Moulton exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. And joined once again on the final football Friday of the season by Lee Sterling. He at Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com 800-400-9741. You can follow him on Twix, Twitter slash X at paramount sports top of the morning to you my friend how are you
1: i'm good i'm good uh doing did a lot of traveling i i don't know how you do it david I, <laughs> I i went to park city over the holidays and then had to go to new orleans for a wedding and used him for a party over 30 days i was out of town for 14 days and i'm like just let me sleep in my own bed for a couple of weeks I'm lucky I stay at uh, nice hotels
0: for right. the most part, uh, that is for sure. But uh, So how much pressure is your daughter beginning to feel the pressure? You know, the first three, four years she gets the anthem right, that's right. yeah, a cute thing, you know, hey. you can brag about your daughter. She's, you know, now she's got people coming up to her in New York City, yeah. you know, when she's waiting tables and they're saying, hey. What do you think about the anthem? I don't know. I haven't studied it yet. I mean, you know, now this is like the, I know she's trying this whole career acting, performing yeah. on
1: Broadway thing, whatever.
0: This is, this is important
1: here. Right. She feels, she told, she told another show. She was actually on another show yesterday.
0: <laughs> and
1: she said she was honest for the first time. Now she started betting about three or four months ago her and her boyfriend or her boyfriend's always been wagering, but she's wagering when I lose a game, you would think that, you know, I'm the worst father, the worst handicapper in the world. But uh, she did tell another show. She goes, I don't know how my dad does it. She goes, this is a lot of pressure. So well, she hit it, she was at my house last year. She was in for the weekend. Her head almost hit the ceiling. She jumped that high when she knew she had won.
2: Well, in this one, Lee, I mean, there was a featured article in The Athletic just on the anthem and Reba McIntyre singing it because she's been singing the anthem publicly, maybe longer than anyone who has ever done the anthem at a Super Bowl, And she's done anthems that are under the number and over the number. So Mm -hmm. the film work that she does, the studying kind of could take you all over the place. Is there a trend to follow when you get older? Do you sing longer? I mean,
1: what the hell? So here's what my daughter said. So she found 22 different national anthems on YouTube. She likes Reba a lot, admires her, says she's a storyteller. Now, my daughter said when she starts singing, I don't know anything. I don't have an ear for music. My daughter can hear someone start singing, and she'll say, oh, that's a C note. She started on a C. My daughter starts the national anthem on a D. She said Reba in the 80s started on a C, and then 90s on a B, and since 2012, she starts on an A. She said, someone starts on an A, isn't going to end on a C or D, just not going to happen. So she says she feels comfortable in her own skin just because it's a national anthem. She's not just going to rift this thing out and, and she's going to stay in her wheelhouse. That's what my daughter feels. So three of the last five have gone over two minutes. This is at a very short 90 and a half seconds. That's just a minute and a half. She feels it's going to go under 90 and a half seconds. Under, under, under. So we're going
0: under on the anthem. Yep. Okay. Well, Lee, good talking to you. That's all anybody really <laughs> wants to know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, you're over, yeah. once again, you know, we all get overshadowed by our kids, you know, right. you, you've been doing this forever and all right. your Super Bowl bets and what have you. Right. And now all anybody wants to know is your daughter and the anthem. So, uh, yeah. all right. Uh, but you um, you like the
1: Super Bowl for many reasons. You love the prop bets, don't right, you? Right, right. So there's a bunch of player props that I like. I feel that San Francisco wants to make sure they don't fall behind in the first two playoff games to Green Bay and Detroit. If they do, they're in trouble. So I think that they're going to run the ball more in the first quarter than they have in the past. Don't want to make a mistake. Debo Samuel. He got the ball a lot early in the year when he was healthy. In fact, when they beat Dallas, they beat Philadelphia. He was a large part of that success. Over hundreds, 13 and a half rushing yards. He could go, he can go 15-20 yards in one run. So we'll go over 13 and a half rushing yards for Debo Samuel. They, they're not saving him. <laughs> He's been hurt. He's finally healthy again. They're not saving him there. Kansas City's pass defense has not allowed a passer in 20 games, 17. Regular season, three postseason, to not only throw for 300, not throw for more than 260 yards. And combine that with the fact that I think San Francisco is going to run early and probably not have to chase a whole lot of points. I, I'm going to go under 247 passing yards for Brock Purdy. And then a couple that I like for Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go under 35 and a half yards in his longest completion just don't think he has the receivers that can get down the field and make these big play catches. And uh, also, we're going to go, obviously, with Travis Kelsey. All three games, he's gone over 70 yards receiving. We'll go over 70 and a half Travis Kelsey receiving yards. All right, those All are a right. few of
2: the prop bets. Um, so you see San Francisco. The, sounds like you see San Francisco getting an early lead in this game, Lee.
1: I, I think it's very possible. Uh, they, if, if Kansas City's leading by double digits, I think it's game, set, match. I mean, look at this. When Patrick Mahomes has gone back to pass in the playoffs 112 times, four touchdowns, but no interceptions, no fumbles, and he's been sacked a grand total of twice for, for only minus 11 yards. So you don't turn the ball over more than your opponent. You're going to win most of the games. And I think that Andy Reid probably sat him down and said, listen, Patrick, hey, you're amazing. But the way we're going to win is you score 20 plus points and our defense is going to hold the team that we're playing under 20 almost every single time. And then they've got the best kicker, Harrison Buckner. I mean, the guy kicks it right down the center. I mean, so Jake Moody's been a little inconsistent for San Francisco. So they even have a prop there. There's two fun props that I like. Taylor Swift under five and a half appearances from the start of the game to the end of the game. And the reason I like that is I think they'll show her if, let's say, Travis Kelsey has a big catch uh, or a touchdown. But Five and a half times? That's a lot. Whenever they had, you know, Eli and Peyton Manning, they would have two and a half. How many times did they show the brother? almost always go under way under they show them once so I think we're gonna go under there and how many will there be a they have the joint camp set up so will there be a field goal hit either goal posts or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point that's the key missed field goal can hit the goal post or crossbar and still go in it's plus 400 I'm gonna go minus minus 500 there. I don't see it happening. If Jake Moody misses, he's going to miss by by a lot. Is that, uh, you remember when Sports
0: Illustrated used to have today's sign of the apocalypse? You know, (laughs) is if you're betting whether or not a missed field goal is going to hit the crossbar or the upright, is, is that the sign you've got a problem?
1: No. No. no, no, <laughs> the 580 prop plays. I am uh, getting- I was going to say <laughs> out of all
0: the bets that we can make on this yeah. game, we're betting whether or not we're going to hit,
1: you know, s- steal 500. It's an easy hundred dollars, David. So, you know, you might have to sweat it out. You'll every single extra. Exactly. Point, you'll be glued in, but you know, it used to be the sack. Remember? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, safety. safety. Will it be a safety? It'd be eight, eight to one or, or 10 to one. There's only been two safeties in the super bowl so
2: yeah i was the one i was looking at was fourth down conversions and it's one and a half and it seems like that's an easy play but these are two guys that don't go for it a lot on fourth down
1: right i would go under there no there's no there's no dan campbell in either of these coaches
0: well and also it's conversions because dan went for three times but went one of three he's lee sterling Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com, 800 400 9741. So, to review, and obviously many other bets you could take, call Lee if you want to know who he likes on the game. But, so the daughter's going under on the anthem. Yep. Debo rushing yards over. Purdy passing yards under. Kelsey receiving yards over.
1: Mahomes' longest pass play under. I'll throw in one more, for good measure. Kansas City Chiefs under five and a half penalties. I think they're a disciplined team.
0: Well, also Andy Reid's got a little Shula impact with the officials. Andy intimidate for you know nice guy Andy Reid. Andy <laughs> intimidates <laughs> yeah. officials. Well,
2: right. and this guy doesn't. This crew doesn't throw a lot of flags. It's the head referee right. here is not a big penalty guy. So,
0: yeah. All right, I like it. Good luck to your daughter.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, boy. By the way, what, 10, 11 in a row? How many is she hit?
1: She's going for 10 in a row here. She's going for- Yeah, if she hits this, I guess next year, you'll just have her on for the 10 minutes. <laughs> well, does she, has she ever missed on the anthem? Or is- never, never. Okay. Oh, never my
0: missed. goodness. She hasn't never suffered yet. her first loss yeah. yet.
1: She spent over four and a half hours studying it last Saturday. That takes you tells you how serious she is. Oh. Wow. About it. That's a that's a that's 20, a party. 22 appearances. She found she found a YouTube where Reba had sang the national anthem, I think in 1976 at a rodeo. It was the first time.
0: Gotta love technology. All yeah. right, Lee. All right. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And uh good luck to your daughter.
1: Thanks so much, guys. Take care.
0: Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com, 800-400-9741. So he gave out about a half a dozen of his favorite prop bets and his daughter's going under on the anthem.
2: That seems quick to me. It does. That's what I told you. I'm telling you, uh, and he hit it. Of all these recorded 22 different recordings that his daughter found, there are some that are over, there are some that are under. I think this is the toughest one she's ever done. This seems quick though to me. Most
0: anthems are like in the minute 50 something oh, range. Oh,
2: yeah, Stapleton's last year was over 2 minutes.
0: So, uh, man. And what is it? A minute 30. Minute 30. Man, that seems fast. Do I dare? Do I dare bet into the teeth not just of Lee Sterling, but of Lee Sterling's daughter?
3: No.
2: No. You're going to buck a bucket trend. I she's, am she's nine and oh.
0: She's due to miss one. You know, the the sportscaster's jinx at work here. You know, he's made twenty eight consecutive free throws. You know. I mean, you know, Reba gets ready for the anthem. I'm gonna say out loud, you know, honey, Lee Sterling's daughter's never gotten the length of the anthem wrong. Let's see what happens here.
2: What I'm really disappointed about more than anything is I spent the majority of that interview trying to find the National Anthem prop on the Hard Rock app, and I can't find it.
0: Oh, no. This is a crisis. It's the only bet we want to make. What the heck? 21 minutes after the hour, Miller and Moulton will make our pick on Super Bowl 58 coming up. In about 20 minutes' time, in 20 minutes, we put our just well-earned reputations, insert joke here, on the line and make our pick for Super Bowl 58. Lee Sterling was just on. His daughter said goes under on the anthem. Go under on Reba McIntyre and the anthem. And what's it? Is it a minute 30 minute or Minute 30, 30 31? minute
2: 31, something like that, right? It's All right. So, well,
0: every second's going to be critical here, and it's from the moment she starts singing, not when the music starts playing and what have you. First note to last note that's the anthem. My wife looked at me crazy last year. I got my. Uh, phone out and a stopwatch and i'm timing chris stapleton doing the anthem yeah
2: 90 and a half seconds david
0: oh i love it we got a half on the anthem that's spectacular
2: this is the lowest over under we've ever seen for the super bowl national anthem the next lowest was 94 seconds
0: and lee's daughter who's nine for nine picking the anthem studied 22 reba mcintyre anthems Going back to a rodeo in 77. Hello.
2: The longest anthem in Super Bowl history. Alicia Keys at Super Bowl 47. Two minutes, 36 seconds.
3: Wow. Do you guys like her? I've never understood the... I got nothing against her. I just... I've never gotten the...
2: Not one way or another. Okay. Yes. The shortest Super Bowl anthem was at Super Bowl 21. Neil Diamond did the anthem
0: that was uh, Giants Broncos he took
2: said, 62 yeah. seconds to do the anthem
3: how I does did... David remember that
0: <laughs> well it was <laughs> the first time the Giants won the Super Bowl I was, oh, that okay. was in my okay. life how was I was I was 21 years old okay I, that's my wheelhouse baby
3: I stand corrected that makes perfect yeah, I sense mean then. that's
0: yeah plus also you know you do this for a living you start trying to remember Super Bowls the numbers you know who played in what? You know, which is, you know, not not easy. Not easy.
2: Sixty two seconds.
0: Well, you know, I mean Neil
2: does those three minute songs. Right. The over in the last fifteen years is just nine seven and one, even though the over is cashed on four of the last five Super Bowls. Okay.
0: So there you have it. We're going in depth. Lee also, for the record, likes uh, Debo's rushing total over. It's 13 yards. He thinks they're going to run Debo a few times. Uh, Purdy, under 243 yards passing. Chiefs haven't given up 260 passing all year. So he likes under 243. Likes over for the number of yards Kelsey receiving over 70 and uh, longest pass play for the Chiefs, it's 35 and a half yards. He likes the under, and he also says takes the under on the number of penalties that the Chiefs will have, which is under five and a half. So those are some of the prop bets that uh, Lee Sterling gave out last segment. We'll make our pick on the game coming up in about 15 minutes' time. No play of the day today because the damn computer doesn't work. Okay? You know why? Because the computer's as old as Reba McIntyre. Get a new one. Please. It's embarrassing.
3: We should set an over-under on the amount of time it will take to... Super Bowl
2: 59. <laughs> and I'm going over. Over.
0: <laughs>
2: <sighs>
0: but so we don't have a molly made uh play of the day but
3: apparently we have a molly made uh trivia question no
2: just a question that he's gonna have something that we can ponder
3: yeah i'll give you a little something to chew on this is super bowl week we'll stay right in the wheelhouse i just want to know and david i'm going to ask you to exclude the giants wins but what's the best super bowl you ever saw Best Super Bowl you ever watched most memorable. Take it however you want.
2: Sundays okay. will be. That's the way I am. It's the next one. I don't David's way better at this. You know, I would probably go back to and I don't wouldn't be, be able to remember which one but a Steelers Cowboys Super Bowl, the Lynn Swan catch. That that's the game that I first remember.
3: That's uh
0: we've had so many good ones in yeah. the last 25 years. Hell, last year's game. Last year's game was tremendous. How about the one before it? Stafford and the Rams, final four minutes driving down. Hit and the catches by cup on the final drive to win. I, I mean, we've gotten really... For as bad as this game was for the first half of its history, the last half of its history, that's how many terrific games we've had. I mean... How about when the Patriots upset the Rams? You know, how about, the Mark, the one that, you know, we were Radio Row for? How about that Steelers-Cardinals Super Bowl? How about that fourth quarter? So, I mean, the best one of of the bunch? I don't know. I mean, but we've been lucky here. We really—you've been lucky, Trent, in your
2: life. I mean, yeah. The game has become great in your lifetime. Where for a decade, David and I watched a lot of bad Super Bowls.
3: That's what kind of prompted this question. As I was, I was looking at some of the final scores, and really, yeah, like David said, the last quarter century has just been—I
0: mean, you phenomenal. Know, how about the Patriots coming back from twenty-eight-three? I mean, we've we've got it, the hardball Super Bowl. Ravens jump out to the lead. We get a power failure. Niners come back. Ravens have to have a goal line stand to hold on and win. Yep. How about the the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl? Brady and the Patriots down 10 in the fourth quarter. Two touchdown drives, and the Seahawks complete that miraculous pass. They got first and goal, second and goal for the one and a half. We all know what happened. I mean, we've had a hell of a run on the Super Bowl.
3: We've had Breeze against Manning, Peyton that is. We've had Aaron Rodgers against Big Ben. A lot of good quarterback matchups too.
2: And this year we get Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. And what happens if Brock Purdy gets it done?
0: Would it be Would it be as big as Warner? When, when Warner and the Rams, now see, they came out of nowhere also, which kind of made it seem even bigger. You know, their first two years, they had won, I think, nine games total under Vermeil I mean, Vermeil was getting fired if, they, if year three wasn't a, a good year. They nearly fired him after year two. You know, Warner was the backup. Trent Green gets hurt final preseason game, thanks to Rodney Harrison. We all know what happened. Then the Super Bowl's tied. And when the Rams blow a 16-point lead, the Titans come all the way back. They tie it. First play of the drive, Warner hits, who was it, Bruce? 80-yard touchdown. Here we go. So does it matter how the game ends you know, like, does it have to be dramatic, or can he just be like Brad Johnson, efficient, his team wins? We no, if he's
2: just that, he won't – it will have to be the fourth quarter score. I mean, that's what we remember people by. And in an era where it seems that we look at whoever gets the ball last wins a lot of the time, I I, I think it needs some of that, David.
0: Okay. Okay. Warner was undrafted, NFL Europe Arena League, bagging groceries. I mean, you know, I mean Warner through Iowa though. You know, Purdy Iowa State. I mean, you know, they kind of had the Iowa connection. But all right. So there you go. By the way, our poll question: Who are you picking? Chiefs or Niners? It's that simple. That Mark Miller, the David Moulton, FloridaSportsNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network.
0: 22 minutes before the top of the hour. We will look back at the NBA trade deadline at the top of the hour. Pat Kerwin will join us one hour from now, live from Las Vegas. He's conducted about 50 interviews this week. Also, all his prep work with CBS and the NFL Today as they get ready for Super Bowl 58. So we'll jam as much as we can in our 15 minutes with Pat Kerwin. We'll do that one hour from now. Our final edition of the Swifty special is 40 minutes away. Mark Miller is a Swifty. He knows so much about her music. And by nose, I mean has guessed at an unbelievably high level.
3: David, you hung with him yesterday.
0: I did. I did. We even both kind of piggybacked off the other. You know, he made I, – I cheated one time. He, he said – he answered first, and I said, yeah, well, what he said. I answered first one time, and he went, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go with him. So, you know, we're even trying to piggyback off each other, trying not to embarrass ourselves. Is it a Taylor Swift song or is it a make-believe title?
2: But today we're going with what,
3: Taylor Swift's boyfriends? Yeah, I've got a little bit of a mixed bag today. Okay. Wow. We'll have some fun.
0: Wow. That uh, younger brother's girlfriend, I mean, she's just a wealth of Taylor Swift knowledge. We are just going deep into the well. We'll do that. About 40 minutes from now. Our poll question yesterday was who are you rooting for in the game? And 62% of you said, Yeah, I'm rooting for the Niners, which is noteworthy in and of itself because Miller and Moulton have been doing this for a while. No one ever roots for the Niners. They're they're not a they've got a big fan base, but they're not a popular team. In fact, you know, Mark and I were going through it yesterday. We don't know if there's been a Super Bowl since maybe their first one against the Bengals in which the public is kind of like, hey, you know, I think I'm for the Niners. Otherwise, it seemingly has been, you know, rooting for everybody else. Probably because the Niners started doing a whole lot of winning. Well, now it's the Chiefs doing the winning. And, you know, never mind the whole Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. And so there's a little bit of Chiefs fatigue. And 62% of you said, yeah, I'm rooting for the Niners. Today, who you picking? Which can be different than who you're rooting for. Who you picking? That Mark Miller, the David Moulton, FloridaSportsNetwork.com.
2: Have you stayed true to your pick all week? Uh, or for two weeks, I, or have you flipped for, and flopped? Because I feel like a politician.
0: I've stayed true, but I've been really close to flip-flopping. I've Tuesday and Wednesday were difficult days for me. See, I'm trying to keep – for some reason, Mark, I have in the back of my head – First off, the experts are wrong about everything. And secondly, I just have it in my head. Mark, the Niners have been lucky. I mean, they have, you don't see this very often. They actually they've been outplayed in both playoff games and they've won. That doesn't happen. They only have to play one B plus or better performance and they can be a Super Bowl champion. That's unusual. And, and basically, don't you think they got one of those in them? And I've been tormented by that. Also, the story, Purdy, Kyle Shanahan racing the demons, you know, McCaffrey, you know, going from the losing situation and getting traded over. You know, I feel like maybe because of the quarterback that the Chiefs window is going to be long bigger, maybe not with this core, but you know, I don't think this is Mahomes' last Super Bowl. This could be Brock Purdy's only Super Bowl. And so I've had this voice, Mark, in my head, tapping me going, Niners are going to win. I know you don't think so, but the Niners are going to win.
2: And my gut told me the Niners from day one. And as every day has gone by, I have been more and more apprehensive to make that pick. Because Kansas City defensively has been great. Yeah, they really have. Yeah. Yep.
0: My gut was the Chiefs. As soon as the game was set, as soon as the line came out, my gut's been the Chiefs. I have not gone to bed and changed my mind. I've gone to bed and had a couple sleepless nights over it, but I have not gone to bed and changed my mind.
2: Wait a minute sleepless nights over your Super Bowl pick
0: well you know what I mean
2: no 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 I mean did you wake up at all at three in the morning and went oh no I gotta pick San Francisco and then just fell back asleep
0: well I have you know it's kind of like the World Cup at 2 30 in the morning China Costa Rica when I woke up for it back in the day I mean I have you know woke up at about two thirty in the morning and gone well what if the Niners stick with the run well what if they target you know, Debo in the slot, the way that the Chiefs targeted Kelsey last week. Okay. I mean, if, if Kyle Shanahan could just stick to the plays he should run, they should win this game. Yes. I, at that, uh, twice I've woken up with that voice talking to me, going, you know, the Niners have more ways to win this game. You know that, right?
2: But the Niners defensively have shown. Vulnerability in these games. Detroit in the first half did anything they wanted. And will Kansas City be able to, with Kelsey, get their passing game going? And how much Pacheco's success depends greatly on how much Kansas City success is in this game to me.
0: The Chiefs have played six halves of football. The Niners have played four. The Chiefs defensively have played five excellent halves. The first half against Buffalo is the only half in which the Chiefs defense was on its heels. Josh Allen was running the ball, throwing the ball. The Chiefs were kind of holding on for dear life in the first half. They came out, halftime adjustments. They held Buffalo to seven points. You know, did Buffalo hurt themselves by not continuing to run the quarterback? Probably. But the Chiefs started getting pressure on them. They flipped the script. The Niners defense. (laughs) How many good halves have they played? They played a quarter against the Packers. Do we give them the whole second half against the Lions?
2: Yeah, I do.
0: All right. I mean, I feel like they have played three out of eight good quarters and defensively, where the Chiefs have played, uh, you know, 10 out of 12. I'm going with the Chiefs. To me, this is the exact same game as last year. I made this exact same pick last year. The Eagles were more versatile. I'd take the Eagles roster over the Chiefs, just like I would take the Niners roster over the Chiefs. First off, I don't think the Niners front four is living up to their billing. They don't. Bosa only got near Jared Goff when Sewell didn't block him. When they brought in the extra tackle one time, he got a sack. When they didn't block him one time on a blitz, when Sewell took the inside guy and they left Bosa with a clear run, he got a sack. But Bosa – and Bosa didn't just squat against the Packers. Okay? And, and and Chase Young's a joke on the other side. So, to me, if San Francisco's front's going to do anything, the remember, Baltimore's interior couldn't do anything against that backup guard. Thune ain't playing again, by the way. Andy Reid's all but said it. So, the Chiefs are going to have that backup guard in there. Well, Armstead or somebody in the middle of that Niners defense better make it happen. Because so far, Bosa and Chase Young have been virtually MIA unless they're blocked by backups or not blocked at all. So, I, I'm going Chiefs. I have more confidence in Mahomes for the obvious reason. Uh, the Chiefs turned it over less. They're penalized less. I, I don't know if San Francisco is going to cover Kelsey. I mean, hell, if the Ravens with Kyle Hamilton surrendered 11 receptions to Kelsey, what the heck are the Niners going to surrender if Kansas City's that committed to getting the ball to the tight end? So 27-24 Chiefs.
2: That's so funny that you picked that as a score.
0: It's an over I mean you know I went with for 51 points the over unders 47 and a half
2: my gut's big I mean I eat a lot I like food oh, my gut okay. told me San Francisco but my gut's gotten me in trouble most of my life overeating over drinking and my head sitting here telling me you're gonna bet against Mahomes are you gonna be that stupid? To bet against Patrick Mahomes when the other quarterback's Brock Purdy. But, David, I'm going to trust my gut. It'll probably give me heartburn. It'll probably be a bad decision. But I think Kittle has a big game. Maybe not as big as Kelsey, but he has a big game. McCaffrey gets loose once. They'll run the ball effectively enough. And Purdy with the ball last delivers. 26-24 26-24 Niners.
0: So you're going Niners to cover, and by the way, it's one and a half now. Okay, it could be two at kickoff. Could be two certain places you look too. You are going right on the number. And then you're going over. So we're both going over. I'm going Chiefs. You're going Niners. Okay.
2: I don't feel great about this pick. I'm very nervous.
0: I hear you. I hear you. So we're split. We're genuinely split. We don't do this just to do this. If you new to the show or what have you, we're not a shtick show. All right. If we end up agreeing on a game, we agree on a game. I just...
2: Like we agreed on UAB last
0: night. Don't think we won't agree on a game. Right. We went 2-1 last w- night. Made money because we got our teaser right. So, we're up for the week, aren't we? I mean, we've made like seven, eight bucks this week. We are Oh, loaded. yeah,
2: we're pfft. loaded. Hard Rock Apps ready to shut us down. I know. With these Trent well, bets that we're making.
0: Uh, well, you know, just consider it the bonus money that we'll give Trent. You know, he's making seven bucks a show. So if we make about seven, eight bucks a week, we can give that to him. And, you know, just maybe a few more ramen, you know, noodles there. Um, we haven't discussed this. And I don't know if we're going to have a chance to along the network. So are you paying attention to this Herb Street controversy?
2: Not a whole lot. I mean, I'm aware of it, but I'm not.
0: So uh, this uh, Dylan uh, Rayoli guy was committed to Georgia. And then uh, he started thinking uh, his family had all the ties to Nebraska, but he committed to Georgia to play football. And uh, I guess Herb Street talked with – I don't know if he talked with the kid or he talked to the kid's dad. And Herb Street's like, dude, you, you go to Nebraska. Okay, you have a much better chance at playing time and a legacy and what have you. Go to Nebraska. So the kid decommits and he goes to Nebraska. Well, you know, I mean it's college football. Fans don't get worked up about this stuff, you know, it's not a big deal or anything. So you got the whole Florida State nation that wants to burn Herb Street and ESPN at the stake. And now you got the Georgia fans that are like, "What the heck? Getting involved in recruiting, talking kids away from us." You know, not that they'll remember it or anything. There won't be any chance when game day goes to Athens or anything. I'm sure it will never be. No signs.
2: Welcome to the SEC, Kirk.
0: Exactly. Man, you guys are making friends. You haven't even done a game yet.
2: That's when you really can honk off a fan base.
0: Never mind all the rest of the SEC that's going to be like, oh, great, now I got Nick Saban on set. It's fantastic. Just what I need. I need more Alabama in my life. We haven't had enough of them in the last 20 years. So, so there you go. That, that, that's what's out there. Herb Street went on Feinbaum yesterday. He's kind of like, well, it's it's not as bad as it's being made out to be. Because, you know, it's Kirk Herb Street. He, he doesn't do anything wrong. By the way, have you seen my dog? Doesn't everybody love my dog? I mean, it's not a prop. It's not. I just, I need the dog. Okay. <laughs> it's not a prop. Don't, don't, don't for a Wife second. Wife refuses to
2: take it outside, so I have to take it with me everywhere we go.
0: Right. So I have to bring it with me on the road. It's not a prop. It's not a prop to get people to be nice to me. It's not. It's not. It's not. I need the dog. I'm under stress. Okay. But, but it's not like you know one of those uh, army soldiers with PTSD because you're not allowed to touch those animals no everybody can come up take pictures with this guy I mean the just level of- on his belly and rub it <laughs> the level of snark
3: okay wow no
0: but no no <laughs> everything's fine
3: what's its name you know its name
0: I don't actually i just oh, know okay. it's a, it's a retriever yeah okay it's a pretty dog okay Is, have you seen my dog okay pet my dog doesn't everybody love a dog? <sighs> Miller and Moulton. Uh, we'll talk the NBA trade deadline. That's a lot less controversial. Next.